Welcome along to the second Loftcast of the season. I'm Ian Taylor from the QPR Media Team, and today I'm joined by Club Ambassador Andy Sinton and my media colleague Paul Morrissey. We've got a busy show this week as we dissect that opening day victory against Reading, hear from new recruit Alex Baptiste, reflect on Tuesday night's Carabao Cup result against Northampton Town, and look ahead to the big one, Saturday's trip to Sheffield Wednesday. Plus, on top of that, we'll be hearing from this man. Excellent. Oh, what a Great goal. Dish. Incredible from Ambacoto. He smashes it in from fully 30 yards. Since Moz, uh, only one place to start, really, and um, a fantastic opening day victory, but more so, Andy, a fantastic opening day performance. Yeah, exceptional. Uh, for me, it's as good as we've played for a long, long time. Um, now it's always nice, first game of the season, to, to get something on the board. But the way when, uh, the way they went about the, the the game from the from the very first whistle was uh, was a joy to watch. And I don't like to look on social media too much these days. But going into that <laughs> match, there was very much doom and gloom, wasn't it? It was not a case of what's the score going to be, but how many are we going to get beat by? And credit to Ian Holloway, the team he picked set out to do a job, but didn't just do a job in nullifying Reading. He actually did a job on taking the game to them. And that showed with a terrific start to the game. Could have been a goal up inside the opening two minutes. Yeah, it was incredible the way we started the game. We started on the front foot, which is what you always look to do. But since we're no better than any of us, that isn't always possible because the opposition are looking to do the same. But we started on the front foot. And the only concern at half time, and I think (laughs) everyone in the stadium of a QPR persuasion shared this view, was the game should be out of sight and it's not. And you're thinking, well, the second half, surely we can't be as dominant again and that's exactly what we were and people were leaving the stadium saying it should have been four or five and it genuinely should have been four or five Alex Smithies had really one save to make and it was a massive save at a huge point in the game I think it was only six or seven minutes into the second half Mm. after dominating the whole of the first half and it was a a great opportunity for Reading to equalise a a save where he couldn't really see because the balls come through a, a host of bodies pulls off a great save and then we just kicked on from there and Almost the red card. People looking at that go, oh, QBR won 2 0. Reading had a man sent off for the last half hour. You think, oh, right, that's why they won. No, we won because we were by far the better team. And you look back, people say, oh, it was like that at the start of last season against Leeds. It was similar, yes. I don't think we were as dominant as we were on Saturday. Let's strip it back then. Let's go back to the team selection right at the start. Ian Holloway said uh, in the last week or so that he's now decided on a formation. That formation appears to be a 3-5-2. I'm sure there is going to be a level of flexibility whereby he can change that. But having started with Mackie, uh, sorry, having started with Smith and Washington for the lion's share of preseason, to pick Mackie, and the reasons were very clear. He wanted, and for want of a better word, Mackie to rat around like mm. Josh Gowen said he can do so well when we interviewed him the day he signed. And boy, did that pay dividends. Yeah, I think it probably surprised a few people when they two o'clock came and they got the team sheets in, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, I thought they were the catalysts of our performance. Actually, those two up front. I'm a great believer you're as good as your front two. On the, on on Saturday, those two were exceptional. Well, he said they were the best two defenders. Well, there you go. That's where your defending starts, you know. But uh, I made a point on commentary. I think it was sometime in the second half. Jamie Mackey chased a lost cause. He had no right to even chase it, but he chased it down and he he, he forced their defender to give us uh, a corner. Mm. You know, and little things like that just keep the crowd or get the crowd up, keep you on the front foot. But no, they were uh, they were both exceptional. So you have to give the manager credit for that uh, that decision. Just on Mackie, and we'll, we'll touch on the performance itself. But a lot of people, when Mackie was given a new deal, said, "Well, he's great to have around the dressing room." But 
Paul, you would agree, you're at the training ground, you see the influence he has off the pitch. But on the pitch, he's proved that he's still a, a huge asset. Yeah, completely. On Saturday, he he was a, a major reason for us winning that game and winning it in the manner we did. Some people said afterwards, I wish he played against Reading every week because he winds them up, they wind him up, and the end result seems to be a, a five-star performance Brings from the Jamie Mackey. But he did, and it, it must rub off on the players around him. Not that they seem to need it because everyone was working so hard, but when you see one of your players, like you say, chasing down lost causes and making something out of nothing, it gets the crowd going, and that has a, an impact on the, the rest of the QPR players. What about Josh going because he's come in for his first league start? Um he, like I say, he described himself as a rat when uh, he joined us. The last rat that I can remember QBR had playing for him was the recently appointed vice president into the Forever Ours Club, Martin <laughs> Rowlands. And I was speaking to Mark Bircham earlier today and the similarities between those, not just the way they get about the, the business, but the way they steam into tackles and the kind of body position is very, very mm. similar. Whereas Martin was probably a more influential player from attacking point of view. Josh just gives you that security, doesn't he, in front of the back three? He does. He's which uh, allows the wing backs to then exactly a vital cog in the uh, in the whole operation. But um, I saw him for the first time in the flesh for QPR against Bournemouth, and I was I was impressed with his first half performance. And Saturday um, he was exceptional, along with the other two alongside him. You know, usually he'll be the the one who sits the deepest, but. What I quite liked and was evident was, you know, the the fluidity, the the, the interchange. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, you know. Um, but he will be the the more ball winner, if you like. But there's more to him, you know. I, I again, I described him when I heard about him saying that he was a rat. There's more to his game than that. He looked yeah. after the ball really, really well. Saturday, got things ticking over. Took up some great defensive positions when Redden uh, were trying to counter attack. You know, just to snuff out the danger. Some of that might go unnoticed, but. No, he's brilliant. He's made a great start to his career, albeit it's one game. You touched on that fantastic save from Alex Smithers, which actually came from probably the only defensive mistake we made in the entire match. And I saw a report that said that Nedimanu just wanted to keep Alex on his toes because he was a virtual <laughs> spectator other, other than that. But it was a terrific save, wasn't mm. it? The ball, I think, was actually behind yeah. the bulk of his body when he made the save. But we're almost come to expect it now of him. I mean... I don't want to say it, but I'm going to... Quite how he's still with us amazes me because I think he's the best goalkeeper in the division by, by a long stretch, in my opinion. Um, but he proved once again that cometh the hour, cometh the man. If you do need someone to make a, a crucial save, when the game is at 1-0 and we're still in the balance despite mm. us dominating, Smith is your man. Yeah, and Jamie Mackey predicted it, didn't he? Unbelievably. He said, <laughs> he said to him at half-time, there's a big save in this for you and you've got to make sure you make it. So you can just imagine Jamie Mackey wandering around the dressing room, really up for the game, yeah. trying to tell people what to do and where to be and all the rest of it. But he got he got that one absolutely spot on. And and also, you've got to give credit as well to Alex Smithies. When you look at our second goal, the penalty, the sending yep. off, it all stemmed from yeah, Alex awesome. Smithies getting the ball and quick release. Yeah, distribution, and, yeah. Uh, releasing Connor Washington down the right. And actually, when the penalty happened and the sending off occurred and everyone was focused on that, um, Gavin Moore, the goalkeeper coach, was in front, just come out of the dugouts, and he was getting Alex's attention and giving him the thumbs up. And a lot of people almost miss got lost where in. it all yeah. came from. It all originated from Alex Smithies. Just from a former player's point of view, so this is a since, not you, Moz. Um, when you've got a goalkeeper <laughs> that good behind you, and you played in a more attacking position than most, but when you know that you've got somebody in between the sticks that you can rely on, and he's not just a 
a big presence with his saves, but the way he goes about his business is you talk about the assist for the for the to, to Washington that led to Pavel being being hacked down inside the box and the penalty. But as a player, how much confidence does that give you when you when you are defending and you know you've got someone of of his quality behind nah, you? Tons. It's almost like having you know, your insurance policy. You know, someone who's as good as he's been for what has it been eighteen months since he made himself number one. I think well, we've gone on record here, and I certainly have. You know, we relied on him too much last year. Mm-hmm. You know, to make one-on-one saves, keep us in the game, win us points. That is his job. You know, manager used to say, mate, that's what he's paid for. But uh, going back to the save, I'm right behind it. He's probably got no right to make that save, you know, because mm-hmm. he's unsighted. It comes through him in a flash. He gets a little bit of luck where it sort of balloons up in the air, but he's earned that. But uh, no, everything about him, top, top draw as a goalkeeper. And what about Connor Washington? It's nice for strikers to get off the mark on day one. It's even nicer for them to score two on the mm. first day of the season. He could have probably had three, four and five and it wouldn't have been an injustice. But took the first goal really well, just peeled off his man and quite a straightforward header in the end, but you've still got to tuck it away in the second, the penalty. I was behind it and I th- at first I thought it was going wide, but he curled it with the outside of it, sorry, with the instep of his right foot, didn't he? And he took it expertly. It was so cash. It was like a training penalty. He yeah. was so relaxed. He had a long weight as well, and didn't he? Weight, yeah, the weight, the weight was enormous. Weight. And Mark Burcham shouting over to him, pick the ball up, start again. Yeah. and. Connor said afterwards, actually, that did help him because I suppose you, you're going to have a routine with penalties and there was that huge delay and we're all waiting for the substitution owing to the injury and then eventually that takes place. And by the time, it must have been a good two or three minutes before he actually takes a spot kick, but he took it so casually, it was great. And also having missed a chance in the first half where he was through one-on-one and put it over the bar. It was nice for him to get the second goal as well. And I think the good thing is that it was one of those games where you didn't want it to end because I think we could have played and kept playing and kept playing for another couple of hours. The fitness levels the guys showed, especially in that final 10 minutes. Reading really, with the exception of that one save, which again we've said came from a, a, a a very brief mistake, Reading never really had a spell. It was it was pretty much all QPR. Yeah, they they, they couldn't cope with us. Simple as that. They mm. could not cope with our pressing, uh, energy it, levels, getting in their faces. You know, they were. It's, yeah, people might as people have said. You know, they were missing a couple of players. Forget that. They're a good side. You don't finish third in the in the league and um, would have been a good side. But they just could not cope with what QPR threw at them. Um, brilliant to see and credit for what's been done up the training ground and you spoke uh, last week on the the Loftcast and you said about partnerships that grow within formations and you look at the midfield trio they were exceptional together the way they they lent the ball to each other the way they covered each other when one would go forward they seem to have an understanding so quickly so if you're a midfielder trying to get into the side you're almost trying to break up that three-man partnership that's quickly developed. Yeah, sometimes that's what it's about. It's not just about the one individual. Um, mm. It's about who performs alongside who, uh, whether it's a two, a three. You know, yeah. Centre-half pairings are, are huge in the game. Centre-four, I used to have, you know, used to uh, love playing with Clive Wilson. We had a great understanding. So it's all about pairings all over the pitch rather than the individual. And given there was a, a little bit of ill feeling going into the game, the fans were exceptional, weren't they, from the first minute to the last. And I think... The way that the team started just drove them out the blocks, didn't it? Yeah. And the, the atmosphere was incredible. Throughout yeah, it's like the whole chicken and egg, what comes first, the, yeah. the performance or, or the fans. And because the play, I think the fans are up for it. It's the first game of the season against a very good opposition. And the players started so quickly from the get-go. The atmosphere was great and the performance was great. And it was a brilliant three points. So a good start to the season on Saturday and then some good news on Monday with the arrival of Alex Baptiste. A two-year deal after 
leaving Middlesbrough, Andy, and um, a good addition to the squad. Yeah, a wealth of experience, you know, 31, uh, numerous games. Importantly for me, uh, the manager knows him, haven't worked with him before. Uh, he's worked with a manager, so you'll know what it's all about or what he's all about, what he demands, what he asks. And I can only see that as a real positive uh, signing for the uh, for the squad. And if we are going to play through it about Paul, it's important that we do have defensive cover in all options. He doesn't just produce cover at centre-back. I'm sure when I talk about cover, he'll be pushing for a start. Mm. I don't want to do him a disservice, but he can also play right-back or right-wing-back as well. Yeah, completely. So you think he can slot effectively into four different positions within that formation if Ian Holloway is going to look to use that going forward. So... No, it's a very exciting signing. And obviously he's featured um, for Preston last year, made over 20 appearances in the Championship. Preston were a very well-organised side in the Championship last year as well. So he comes in from a Championship club who have also obviously just been relegated from the Premier League, but he's got experience of playing in the Championship in the last 12 months, which is important. Knows what it's all about. Uh, you know, 25, 26 games last year. Uh, for me, uh, I like what he said about him giving 100 percent not leaving anything out on the pitch so you know he'll come in um good character you know all he described him as one of the best characters he's worked with he'd be a bit of a leader i think uh, on and off the pitch he'll demand from people but as i say it's all about what he can bring and uh, it's really positive and like you say he has worked with ian holloway before which is a, a big plus as we all know so let's hear what alex uh, has got to say on rekindling his relationship with the gaffer I'm joined by our recent sign-in, Alex Baptiste. Alex, thanks for joining us on the Loftcast. Ian Holloway, someone you know very well. What is it that makes him so special, so different? Um, I think it's his, it's his enthusiasm. Obviously, um, when he first came to Blackpool, we was, we was um, tipped for relegation and he, ch he completely changed the mindset within the, 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 within the first two weeks. You know, we... We was all about staying up as a, as a squad, um, and he completely flipped the mindset. As in, we can get promoted. I don't see why not. And um, how did he go about doing that? Just by getting into your head, saying, "Change your thinking, change your approach." <laughs> yeah, basically, and 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 the, the way he came across, um, you know, obviously at the start we all thought we was mad um, with <laughs> with the sense of where we finished last season. Uh, the season we finished about 18th or something like that, and we, we you know we were tipped for another hard season we did he didn't really sign any players um from from the same group he changed he changed our formation he changed the way we played and and obviously the the results spoke for themselves but the way he came across and like the enthusiasm that he has for football uh and playing the right way um you know that that's something that i'll i'll, I'll never forget and that's something what brought me to to qpr because obviously i know what he's like i know I know the kind of person he is and you know I, I thrive off that that kind of mentality and you talk about the type of person he is he's always saying around here the players that he brings to QPR have to be a certain type of person as opposed to player obviously they have to have the ability but he always talks about character 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 and that's something that really seems to come across in that Blackpool squad how key was that to your success under Ian Holloway oh massive it's if you get if you get the right squad, it can give you 15 points, 10 points a season. You know, with the right mentality, the right togetherness, and that, and that's something that we had. You know, a, a grit, and you know, it was also against the world type mentality, um, and that 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 came across in in how we played. Um, you know, when we was down, you know, we we, we kept fighting, and you know, you're going to get knocks, and you know, you're going to have, have bad days, and that is it. But if you keep grinding on and 
like you say, it's all about character at the end of the day. But obviously, talent, you need the talent as well. But if you've got that mental strength, then you, you're almost unbeatable. And sometimes, do you think that Ian Holloway's abilities as a, a coach, as a tactician, are overlooked because he's this jovial character? People focus on that. But behind the scenes, his preparation for matches is impressive as well and deserves credit. Oh, yeah, 100%. I can remember watching... Um, the, when he was at Palace and they played Brighton in the in the uh, second leg at Brighton and um, everyone thought oh Brighton were going to win because it was 0-0 or something at, at uh, Crystal Palace's ground at Sellers Park and like he said he, he changed the, the style of what they wanted to do when they absolutely dominated Brighton away from home and you know obviously everyone knows how hard Brighton is away from home and like he said I, I think that goes massively underrated um, he, you know he's a fantastic tactician and he knows what he wants from his players and like I said it's definitely underrated. Interesting to hear from Alex there about how Ollie, when they were together at Batpool changed the mindset of the players in terms of it being what they perhaps perceived as a relegation dogfight mm. but then the message was very different from the gaffer. Yeah and it, when you look at where we are as a football club now after you know narrowly avoiding relegation last season there might be that natural hangover this season and certainly certain sections of the sport perhaps understandably coming into this season saying look it could be another relegation fight Mm. so for Ian Holloway to have achieved that at Blackpool where perhaps there were players expecting that and perhaps there are players I don't know perhaps there are players here at QPR that think it's going to be a relegation scrap for Ian Holloway to have the experience of going to a club like that and saying change your mindset and one of the things Alex Baptiste said this week when he joined us was We've got to be aiming for promotion. He said, if we as players are not thinking that, then we're failing ourselves. You know, it's a case of aiming for the stars sort of thing. And I think he's right. And he, he seems to speak from experience of work, being at a club where the mindset perhaps was more about what we don't want to do rather than what, what we can do. So it's going to be interesting to see having Alex Baptiste in that dressing room as well with that sort of mindset. Ian Holloway clearly has got that belief about him as well. So who knows? Were you ever in dressing rooms where perhaps the belief wasn't what it should have been and the, you relied on the manager to, to gear you up, whether it was ahead of the start of the season or, or in the middle of a campaign? Yeah, I suppose so. Um, the biggest one for me, we, you know, I'd go about was Jerry Francis. Uh, whether that was individually, you know, what he said to you, or as a or as a group of players, you know, he didn't. Uh, QPR when I first come were a middle of the road sort of club, albeit in the top league. But Jerry wanting us to push on from that um, as a group, as a squad, and certainly individually, and we laugh about it now. He said to me and Les, you know, you play for England. Whether that was baloney or a way of motivation, but whether he believed him, but he used to say it. Mm. So you used to raise your own aspirations and as a player I used to go and think you know what this manager he really rates me and it pushes you on so uh, no very interesting what Alex Baptiste had to say I remember Les said as well that um, when Jerry Francis said to him you'll play for England and Les said he was on the wind I couldn't even get in the QBR team at the time and he's talking about me playing for England but yeah you're right I suppose the the mindset of the players is so important it's huge Freeman in with the delivery oh what a yes there we go 1-0 Rangers Yeni Bakoto. Well, Yeni, thanks for joining us on the Loftcast. The goal scorer, the match winner against Northampton Town. Very pleasing from your point of view to start the game, play so well, and score the goal. Yes, yes, it's. I'm. I'm very. I'm very glad to score the, the goal. But like I said, always it's the teamwork. So we played very well. 
against a big team, physical team, and uh, we did the best. And um, and then the victory is is important for for the confidence. You're a very nice guy off the pitch, always smiling, always yeah. happy. On the pitch, the physical side, you seem to handle that well. You've got a bit of devil in you <laughs> as well. You react. You, you. How do you handle the physical side? No, uh, I'm a winner. I'm a winner. That's why. So when I when I come onto the pitch, I need to change my 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 spirits. I need to 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 work for the team. So so that's what that's what I am. So uh, I need to prove. Uh, to the manager that I'm, I'm the part of the team. I'm there, and when I come to to QPR, um, less um, Tony give me my chance for to come to England. So uh, I want to give give us um, my uh, my work, my work hard, and and that's all. Yeah. And talk us through the goal. Say again. Talk to us about the goal. What do you remember <laughs> of your goal? Poacher's goal. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Striker's goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, uh, I know that uh, we, we worked yesterday um, with, with Birch. He told me that be aware uh, at the second, second post because um, we've, got, um, we've got a good crosses and, uh, and, big, and the guys who, who can header. Mm. And I, I follow this and, and it's a good goal. It was a great initial header from Darnell Furlong. Yes, 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 Darnell. He's small, but... He can he can header so so he can come on to to the corner and 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 give um, to help us to to score to score a goal and then I feel it and and it's okay. Yeah. You obviously didn't start in the opening game of the season against Reading and naturally you'd be disappointed about that. But coming into the game against Northampton Town, is it a part of you that wants to play so well that the manager says okay? I need to consider him for Saturday's game against Sheffield Wednesday. Yeah, I think we've we've got the big squad, so the manager has to 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 give uh, to to make a, a choice. So he didn't put me on the first eleven uh, last Saturday, but it's okay. I'm a part of the team. I'm there for help the team. Uh, it's QPR. It's not Yeni. It's not uh, Connor. It's mm. not uh, anyone else. So it's QPR. We are a big squad, and we we need to build this squad. Um, and uh, and keep forward, um, look forward, and um, and uh, we've got a big season to 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 make, and I think we've got a, a good big squad, and we, we can we can play for for the playoff, and I think we've got a big big team who played very well, and we build we build they build again and work work hard to to um, to to have you no know, our chances to to come um, to the playoff. Yeah, any, any player likes to, you know, get on the score sheet early in the season. It's your first start, but what does that do for you, uh, uh, confidence-wise? You know, playing your first the first start of the season, getting getting the winner as such. That only can be good for your confidence moving forward. Yes, yes, I think it's important because uh, there there are many games in in the in the in this season. So I need to build this confidence. I need to to prove also the manager that I'm here. I'm I'm not in the bench always, but I I need to prove that I can play with the first eleven. So so that's why I need my my spirit have has, has to be to be good for for the team who who the manager put. So so that's why I, I'm here for for win. I'm here for 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 help Queens Park Ranger to to be promoted. That's, yeah. How important is it to have the the view that it like you say it's 
about QPR, it's not about Yeni, it's not about Connor, it's not about anyone else. How important is it to have that mindset that sometimes I'll be in, sometimes I won't be, because it is such a long season that a squad is needed. It's not about 11 players. Yes, it's not about 11 players. I think we are 28 players who can play and uh, we've got two teams, two teams uh, who, who the manager can um, can can um, can put in the in the in the pitch. So I think it's important to have these 28 uh, players and included the the youngest who come uh, very well tonight mm. um, can help us to to uh, to take our objectives. And talk to us about Elias Chair. It's the first time many QPR fans will have seen him. He came on. He looks quite a creative player. Good yeah. feet. What's he like? He looks like Eden Hazard. Yeah, when I when I when I when I when I, when I see him, he looks like Eden Hazard. But he's a good player, uh, technical and also physical. Because even if he's small, he's physical and uh, good vision and good passes as well. So I think he can help us. He can help us to 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 win a game. He can come on and win a game. So so it's good for for him to play uh, a few minutes. The manager mm -hmm. give. Give uh, give him a, a chance and he take it. So, so I think uh, it's good for him for the confidence as well, and it's good also for the squad. Has he been training with the first team much? Yes, sometimes yes, sometimes he's come. But like I said, we are we are 28, so it's difficult for the manager to mm. to 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 make a choice. So, so I can I can't um, I can um, I can I can prove for for he can prove for the manager that he he's here. Uh, he come on the he came on uh, of the pitch and he he um, he make a uh, dribbles and mm. it's it's very good it's very good for him it's very good for his confidence. And Sheffield Wednesday on Saturday, QPR go to that game full of confidence. Two games, two wins, two clean sheets. Yes, but I think yes we have to to build again. We have to to see our errors um, like we we did uh, last Saturday, last uh, today. And uh, and take the, the the positive points to to go forward and um, and and come for for Sheffield Wednesday game. I think it's a good game to to um, to win. We are we are going there for for win because um, the start. Uh, it's important for for the start of the season to to have a point to have six points. I think it's important for the confidence as well. Back in league action on Saturday since and a trip to one of your former clubs are off to Hillsborough. Yeah, huge club. Um, it's gone through a, a few trials and tribulations over recent years, but uh, they seem to have got it going in the right direction, certainly the last couple of years. But, you know, missed out the final, not the final hurdle, but missed out in the playoffs two years in a row. A club and a team that's spun, uh, spent heavily uh, to try and get to the promised land, but hasn't to be. But uh, what do we expect Saturday? A massive game, They're a, a fanatical crowd and a really tough game. The important thing will be keeping them quiet early on, I guess. That's what you have to do up at Hillsborough. You know, they're, they get right behind the team. But if you can dampen them down 25, 30 minutes, particularly that'll be their first game at Hillsborough, competitive game since they lost against Huddersfield in, the, in penalties. You know, so who knows, maybe we can have that to our advantage. They lost to Preston on Saturday, Paul, and uh, it was a late penalty, I think, on the opening day. But having seen interviews with Carlos Carvajal in the last 24 hours or so, him, him and his players were really disappointed with the manner of the performance. And he said that won't happen again. Let's hope it does. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's going to be that bit of pressure on them now because they've had two playoff finishes. So they've got to be expecting at least the playoffs again this season. 
Otherwise, suddenly, I like how you're suddenly there's a little the bit reverse of, psychology. Yeah. A little bit of pressure being applied, and they've started disappointingly. They won't have expected to lose on the opening day at Preston. And you wonder, like you say, they've got a massive crowd and great following. And when they're behind a the team, they're going to—they're a huge asset to them. But if after 20 minutes it's not going the way they'd like, it's a, a little bit like, well, does their crowd become our advantage rather than their own? So, like you say, if we can start like we did here at Loftus Road against uh, Redden on the opening day, then who knows what we could—we could go and do. It'll be interesting to see because they like—they're quite a possession-based team, as are Norwich, who we play the next day, as were. Reading on the opening day of the season. The two fullbacks there like to bomb forward a lot as well, which you would think could potentially play in our hands with Pavel um, and Jake Bidwell pushing them in the other way should should those two start. Do you foresee Ian Holloway making many changes from the side that started the opening day of the season, or is it a case of if it ain't broke, don't fix it? I would say, particularly the manner of our performance, uh, if it's not broken, don't fix it. But I'm not a manager, so we'll leave that you to try them. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that, it would be very hard. It'd be very you lost for words. I'm letting more speak. It'd be very hard for Ian Holloway. I mean, he might make changes dependent on the opposition, which he says he always takes into account. But I suppose if you're a player that played on the opening day, if you're left Reading, out, you got it. You're left out. You're thinking, hang on, you know, yeah. I've played that well. Yeah. It would be it would be very difficult for him to leave a player out, but if he did, it's going to be with a view to what the opposition threat is. What I would say, they do like to keep the ball on the ground and, and fizz it about with Kieran Lee in the middle of the park. But if they do up with Fletcher in attack as opposed to Forestieri and Hooper, they do have that outlet to go quite long as well. I think they've got a, a bag full of riches in forward George positions. Boyd, yeah, you, you know, uh, I, said, I said a couple of minutes ago, that it's, a, it's a club, certainly over the last couple of years, have really spent heavily to try and get out of the league, and it hasn't quite happened. So uh, whoever they'll throw it at us, it'll give us a challenge. But, you know, they'll have had people watching us on Saturday, albeit we're playing away. Um, and they'll have been really impressed with what we did and who played for us and how they can cope with us. But uh, it's got the makings of a really, really good game, and I'm really excited. I know we're one league game in, we're second game of the season, but I'm really excited about going and seeing us pitting our wits against the team that I strongly fancy to be up there in and amongst the, the shake-up at the end. 